Okay. Should be live again. Take two. Hopefully my internet doesn't blow up. So let's try this again. We have a guest. Hello, guest. Hi, how are you? Why don't you, uh, for for the start of this really quickly, just quick, quick, quick couple things. A couple things about you. Break the ice here. Hi, uh, my name is Tri Courage. Uh, I was friends with Otto until two nights ago. What are you talking when about? He... Okay, we're getting this out of the way right now. So I'm wearing a mask. All right, we're having the pre-call before the podcast and talking about topics. And we're talking about how we all need haircuts because, you know, pandemic. Right. And Otto mentions that I need to trim my beard, okay? Now, I am very picky about my beard, all right? And I was having problems keeping it all flush. And so I thought Otto saw something Mm -hmm. from the webcam, which is poop quality. So I'm very upset about it. So I go and get up in the middle of the night because I can't sleep to trim my beard. And then I screw it up and I had to shave it off. So a couple notes here I want to add on top of this. Okay, first off, <laughs> I take no credit at all for what has occurred. That is, When I say trim, I mean trim. You, you that may is... try self conscious. I told him it looked. I told him it looked good, but he didn't listen to me. He listened to you saying no. that he needed. To so it. I just want to. I just want to point out before anybody jumps in and says anything, this is not my fault. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and blame user error. The there was a logic <laughs> error, error on the on the part of the user on this, uh-huh. not on the part of the critic of of said facial hair, which again I said maybe trim it. Maybe trim it. Now, I also want to add, the current state of Tri's face is 100% fine. He showed it to me. It looks perfectly fine. He looks clean. It looks really nice, actually. I'm not even kidding. It looks good. But apparently, it doesn't look good to him. I just want to put all that out there right now. I think he looks perfectly fine. So yeah. Anyways, other than that, uh, I'm I'm just a nobody on the internet, so there's nothing else to introduce about me. What do you? I mean, well, and I also our, our our most loyal our most loyal viewer pretty much well, since yeah. the uh, since the days of the uh, the Mir- the Miria cast. So, do I have to pull up your video on YouTube, the one that has forty thousand oh views? God. I'm pulling it up if you if you think you're all a right. Boy. I used to I used to be a moderately big name in Hyrule Warriors. Uh, I have a couple world records. That, that that's a dead game now. So, but still, so the first the first Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, yeah, the the Wii U version. Right. And you didn't, you didn't even, you didn't even say you're an important member of the Destiny crew. Um, you're you're an important member wow. of the Destiny crew. I mean, I guess that's true. I am the the best person on the Destiny crew. Uh, take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. Nah, you're right. You're right. You're right. The best person's hectic. Okay. Um, also, Spoon's here. Hey, Spoon. <laughs> I'm I'm still here. You're, as you're, always. He's still here. <laughs> Just if you're curious. So. Before we get into everything, I, I'm going to do my sellout spiel. Um, let me just get it ready here. I swear this is set up properly. Okay, it is. It came through. Thank God. So, so we have a YouTube, guys. 
there's going to be a couple videos going up tomorrow for sure. The Xenoblade ones are going up. Uh, I cut the Xenoblade stream in, into two parts because I had that like middle coffee break. So be sure to check out those videos. They'll be on like at 11 tomorrow, 11 p.m. Pacific time. Not p.m., a.m. Pacific time. Uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time, those videos will go up. I'm particularly proud of the second video's thumbnail that I worked on. I'm particularly proud of that one. And also for podcasts, podcast VODs go up here. Please be sure to, you know, like our videos, comment on them. I, again, generally when I go on the YouTube, I try and at least like the comments. So please keep doing that. Really, really appreciate the people that are doing it. If you're not subscribed for whatever reason and you're here right now, please consider doing so. You don't have to hit the little bell thing in the top right, but by subscribing and keeping updated on our videos, it, it really does help us. It, it it gives us a lot of valuable information, actually, when we do see some videos that do particularly well and maybe some that just don't do well at all. So please keep doing that. The second piece of information here is that before the podcast, I put up, this is a website called Ko-Fi. It's, I'm going to say it's similar to Patreon because Patreon's a little bit more well-known, I would, I would say. But Ko-Fi is, pretty, is a pretty big website. And what it's going to allow us to do is when we get the Minecraft server up, which Kuru will walk me through at some point, hopefully, and try, you will also help walk me through that process. We will have a Minecraft server up. And that server I will be personally paying for. But this Ko-Fi page will be for anybody who wishes to chip in. And it's already set up. There's already a little goal here where, for you know, the yearly cost of a server is like $90. Right, Try Is that correct math or was I wrong there? Is it I don't know. That? This is Kuru's thing. He this hasn't is gone Kuru's back thing. Okay. Yet. That goal could change. Um, <laughs> but the, the point is it's supposed to pay for the year of Minecraft server. For anybody that wants to join it when it gets set up and it's um, when we put it up on Discord and everything, how to how to get in and and get set up there, we will we will let you guys know. But this is just for anybody who wants to chip in like five bucks here and there. Obviously, it's not required. Nobody's saying it is. But it would be helpful for me because I am paying for it. And, you know, if, if people chip in like if I get half the the you know the cost of this thing paid for from from everybody who's involved and wants to contribute, that that'd be awesome. I'd really appreciate that. So those are the quick intro hits for this particular episode of the podcast. And oh, it's pronounced coffee. Is it really? I, I'm okay. pretty sure. It's okay, coffee. coffee, coffee. So it's coffee. Got it. So if you want to contribute, and I guess that would make sense because the thing is, like, for the non-premium version, you buy a yeah. coffee. Yeah. So that would make sense. Yeah, that's, that's the idea. There you, there you go. So, we again, when the server gets up and you would like to, we, we'd really appreciate that. So, okay. Those are the intro quick hits. Before I continue, we did have the movie night last night, and that was fun. Return of the yep. King is next week, right? So Tuesday yep. uh, should be same time. I, I'm going to say right now, I may have to have somebody else stream the movie because I actually am going to have to do some like school presentation on that day during the time, like in the middle of the movie, basically. So somebody's going to have to step up and do the live stream through Discord because I won't be present for a good piece of it. 
and I don't know if like I'm not going to be able to check on the stream really. So that's right, something we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay, maybe we'll watch something else, or you can give me ask access to your account or yeah, something. Yeah, we can, can stream it that way. We can know. figure it out. That we'll we'll figure out the best way to do this. But yeah, just figured I'd mention it now. Either it's going to be hopefully Return of the King if we can figure that out. But if not, we'll we'll maybe like do a substitute movie um, for this particular uh, coming week. So okay, those are any anything else, Spoon? Before we get into other maybe more personal stuff and game news. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I think I will be going back to East streams on the uh, on the podcast this week. I know I've kind of said it a couple of times and not done it, but right. uh, I won't have another uh, race in the Kingdom Hearts tournament for at least like a week and a half. Okay. So I'll probably take a little bit of a break from that um, and actually play some ease. <laughs> so sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. I have some of that on the channel. This, uh, this coming week and weekend. So, right. yeah. I didn't mention merch, but it's a thing. There. That's the plug for that. Okay. Should we get into game news then? Try. Do you have any other additional notes that you wanted to to sing up here? Uh, no. No? Okay. There you go. Okay. Let's... We're, we're going to start with game news. We're starting with Terraria. Okay? I have never played Terraria. Has anybody in here played Terraria? <laughs> nope. I've nope. watched it. Does okay, you've count? watched it. I guess if you've watched it. If anybody's played the game, I know it's a good game based on what everybody says about it. So Terraria's one of the... Deve- the the I, I think, like, co-founders of the studio. Is that the appropriate... Because it, it seemed like it was, like, either the, the, the head of the studio or one of the, you know, co-leads on the studio got locked out of their Google accounts for weeks... And got extremely frustrated, which is 100% justified, because Google didn't appear to help him at all. And as it turns out, this person and his studio happened to be trying to put Terraria onto Stadia. So let that be a nice show of faith that Google will ask for your game, but they certainly won't help you once you get there with any of their Google accounts. It, It specifically was... The, the YouTube account was disabled. So th- this is like the... the um, there were plenty of tweets from... Okay, we have Andrew Spinks, okay? He explained that he lost access to all of his Google accounts, Google Play, Google Drive, YouTube, Gmail, all that, and was trying to recover them for weeks, but was unsuccessful. And so given the runaround from Google support team, which... I think I've dealt with once, and it's not a good experience. Just said, okay, I'm not going to put Terraria on, St- on Stadia. And I'm not going to support any of your applications moving forward. Uh, let me f- see if I can grab the tweet as well, because there was a pretty hilarious YouTube um, follow-up. So the the like main YouTube account followed up. I can't remember where, though. One of the particular it's probably buried. There it is. So Team YouTube replied to this because he added YouTube in one of them, and when you add YouTube, given certain things line up, their bot account replies to you. This is this is basically a bot. This is a bot. There's there's no other way to put it. It's not a person, and so the Team YouTube account 
which is, again, it's a bot, says, we're sorry yep. to hear you're going through this. Without revealing any personal info, share more details about how you lost access to your account. We'll wait to hear from you and point you in the right direction. Yep. I love bots, dude. I love not talking to people and just talking to, to the computer or yeah. the robot. Whatever. It's a robot. That's 100% <laughs> a robot. Also, I also I, the last thing I want to say before I'll sort of turn it over to you two, there's more information I'm sure about this, but there are a lot of people that are like really defending Google here and Stadia and all that, and I'm just like, why are you defending it? Well, this person has had a very crappy experience with support and hasn't been able to get their information and potentially like I don't even know how much data to be honest this person probably has on Google Drive but like for me if I lost access to my Google Drive that's seven gigabytes of data with plenty of school stuff for sure is on there so if I lost access to that for weeks I'd, I'd be screwed so I think this person is 100% justified to be upset and I think this is all on Google for being stupid so okay you guys can uh, feel free to chime in with with thoughts on this whole thing uh, again this is specifically the co-creator of terraria had this issue yeah i mean i'm kind of glad that he kind of he took a stand here that he he had this terrible experience with support they wouldn't help him he's you know a relatively big big name in the gaming community and i don't know his name personally but if he's a head developer on terraria that's that's a big game a lot of people play it it's you know it's steam charts are typically pretty high it's it's a very widely played game on steam mm -hmm. when they had their expansion or update whatever that came out back in april or may of last year i know there was a big spike yeah uh, we, we looked, looked, at, looked that. at that yeah. we looked at that when we did the avengers thing a couple weeks ago so um yeah, and Google was just, and I assume there's a lot of information and, yeah, just stuff that he lost access to because yeah. he lost act didn't have his Google account, including the the YouTube channel, like you talked about Gmail. So he loses your email, and you know, probably countless Google Docs and spreadsheets on there as well that you know people use to share because. To be honest, I mean, Google Docs and Google Sheets is very uh, very convenient for sharing things with people. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I'm glad he took a stand and was like, all right, if you're not going to help me, then um, I'm not putting Terraria on Stadia. Screw off, Google. See you later. Which I feel is a lot of money lost for Stadia, actually. That's, I mean, that's quite a bit of money. I'm not Even sure how much... Like... We've talked about it. I'm not sure how much Google cares at this point. I know it seems like they're still supporting Stadia, but I wouldn't be surprised that if in the next year they pull the plug on it because it's, yeah, sure, yeah. it's pretty dead in my opinion. I, I agree. Try. Uh, yeah, this is just hilarious uh, to me that, that Google is this incompetent. Um, so, so the things he lost, a, a couple of things to point out. He says he lost a Gmail account that he's had for 15 years. Mm -hmm. So he lost 15 years of, e of emails. I'll bring that up. And yep. he lost thousands of dollars worth of apps from Google Play. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't even think uh, let me that. see. Yep. So, like, I have that tweet up right here. He's just absolutely done with Google. I, I, he tried for three weeks. And I guess, like, Google just made him go through their normal support channels and is the dumbest thing. I guess he didn't have a contact at Sadia that could help him or something, and so uh, now 
Terraria doesn't get to go to Stadia. Which makes... It was funny, like oh. you said, like in the the mm-hmm. tweet comments, there were a bunch of people mad at him. Yeah, I don't know why. They were like, oh, you're not hurting Google, you're hurting the consumers that can't buy this on Stadia. It's just like, just go there buy it on couple. literally anything else. There were a couple, I don't know, I'll have to find them. There was like a couple, I was like, wow, you, you guys are... You guys are sad. <laughs> what are you doing? Even Reddit it wasn't that Papega. Reddit was all just like screw Google. Yep. Even the Stadia subreddit were all just like Google, what are you doing? Well, <laughs> I have a couple question marks on that part with which you were describing, which is like he he didn't have a contact at Google or Stadia. Okay. That that's like insane to me that one, he didn't have a contact to immediately get this resolved cuz I feel like if they're in the process of getting Terraria on Stadia, he'd have had somebody on Stadia that was talking to him or at least maybe sending a few emails back and forth. Two, Google Stadia team, how did you not know that this person was involved with Terraria and was one of the co-creators of it and, and all that, like a head developer? So how how did you guys not know that this person was having these problems and immediately swoop in? Like... This is one of those situations where somebody should have fast laned and swooped under and and just like saved him all the trouble of dealing with the normal support process. This this is just one of those specific cases that 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 VIP line should have been there for him and it wasn't. So like that's already two strikes. And the third strike is it took three like over three weeks, which which is like strike three you're out. There's it, I. I can't believe it. I, I hope he is able to have a better experience putting Terraria on some of the other, we'll say, cloud-based platforms. But, like, it it really is just un- extremely unfortunate that this this person has just so many problems. I mean, did he did he ever get this resolved? Did he finally get his account back, or do we do we? I don't think know? so. I doubt it. I haven't seen anything. Okay. I can double check the rest of his Twitter, but No, that's not worth the time, I don't think. But... It's nope, just three, I... hour, three hours ago his his account still banned. Oh yeah. Pro tip Google, click the button that unbans my account. Holy moly, this person's going in. He this is oh. like I already <laughs> ordered an iPhone. I've been an Apple hater all my life, oh, but their new man. privacy push has completely changed my mind. Like it's crazy how this they still haven't resolved it. Google you're garbage like does no one in the pr department have like like is google just so big that like the people at these departments just can't do anything about it like they can't find someone to fix this so does the pr the pr department has to figure this out by now right no and they can't fix it my guess is they probably this is one of those things that this is just a guess okay so it could be 100 percent wrong but my guess is this is a situation where it's like, oh, he's already said he's not going to put on Stadia, so whatever. Screw him. We whatever. Whatever. We'll just, we'll just spite him at this point. Yeah, it's just, that's just, and like, Google is so big that they're, either they have like an insanely outsourced support team or it's robots. And you have to like go through tons of, you know, jump through a bunch of hoops just to get to somebody that actually is going to help you. Because they're, they're they're too big to have like we'll say a real personable support team that's actually going to come in and give you personalized support that's not happening you're they're too big it, it just they can't do it cuz they have the resources to do it i'm sure but i remember the uh the Sadia subreddit was joking that they need to 
expand their customer support to have supervisor bots to escalate problems from the uh, basic Twitter bots. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, probably. Because their, yeah. their Twitters are all... It's just a bunch of bots. Like, the Team YouTube, that's, a, that's basically a bot that maybe somebody once in a while actually does a personal tweet on. But it's mostly a bot. Anytime somebody pings at YouTube, they, they just bot something at them. So, any other... Any other thoughts, Spoon, Try, regarding this poor soul's experience with Google support? I mean, he's yeah. not poor, let's be honest. I mean, it's just a big, it's just a big, I mean, as you said, I think Google's just too big to, to give a shit, to be honest, which is sad. It's like, you know, and he, and he, uh, he it seems like he has no idea why his account was banned either, which nope. is... The, the other problem that I have with some of these issues is when somebody's account gets banned and they just aren't given a reason. Right. Like, I get it. You know, TOS, it's a business. They can just say, hey, you're banned because we want you to be banned. But Right. Yeah. Who ne- Bray said, who needs personal support when you already have everyone's personal info? Lol. I don't even want to rant about this. Google is... My favorite all-time quote was when the CEO of Google came on the Zoom call when they were in front of Congress and was like, we care about people's personal data. That was my all-time favorite quote from him. I was like, oh, okay, we're going down this road. Okay, let's move on. I mean, from, that, from that, that, that was like the – I don't – was that go Congress ahead. too? I don't know. That, that no, EA rep in that one meeting who was like surprise mechanic. Yeah, surprise mechanic. Like this is great. You're like – Great. great. People like, love surprise mechanics. Dude. It's like you, you wrote that as part of your defense? Okay. Interesting. Oh okay. Next, we're going to move on to mass effect emphasis on ASS. So I don't know, like this, this has been kind of going around for the past week or so, but apparently that, that is a headline. Bioware <laughs> has, I don't want to say they've removed them. They've changed the camera angles on scenes involving Miranda. I think it's very specific though, to when she's talking about, her sister. So I guess this is a spoiler. Sorry, but um, Miranda's sister is Miranda and her sister, like aren't necessarily connected in the game very well. Like they, they get separated and she's trying to protect her sister because the Miranda's father is trying to, is he's very controlling. Okay. So Miranda's giving this like very sad, um, she's having this sad conversation with with your character Shepard, and during the conversation, it's just like camera angles of of her butt. It, it it's just camera angle on butt one, camera angle on butt two. So, I think Bioware is working on changing some of those camera angles. I I guess people are upset. I can't I can't tell if people are upset or happy about it. It's like a weird split here. I'm trying to figure out which part is like talking about Miranda in here, but like they're, they're talking about um, some other things. Yeah. This, this is specifically where they're discussing her past with, with Miranda and just, just the camera angles really focus on her ass. So I think Bioware had said that they were going to make some changes to those camera angles. I just, uh, here we go. Uh, team at Bioware seems to understand the kind of cheesy sexualization would, would be extremely dated in 2021. I do think a lot of things have evolved since the original games, but I don't know if I'd say we were ultra concerned about it or anything like that, but we are, but there are, there were considerations. Um, someone, Kevin actually called out some 
camera cuts that were just, why was that focusing on Miranda's butt? Okay, we can make a change there, you know, all that stuff. So, thoughts? This is probably for the better, uh, since, like, those scenes are all supposed to be serious. They're very serious, yes. And and you can only have so serious a a moment in a video game when the camera is just directly staring at a character's butt. Yeah. So, uh, for the game, this is good. There's a bunch of Amy, angry gamers that are just like, oh, I want to stare at Miranda's ass, but you, and no I, one cares about them anyway. And to them? You can do that. Porn. You can do that. Just porn. You want. Just go to porn. <laughs> or, or, just or, yeah. go to porn. I, if, that which, yeah, if that's really what porn. you want, just look it up online and you're all, it's there's, all good. There's a place with hub at the end of it. Just go there. There you go. Well, I mean, that place is... It's a different atmosphere now. It's yeah, I, I yeah. We're not we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. But um, ultimately, I think this is a good thing. Yeah, Pizza Hub. That's it. Uh, Pizza Hub. That's where Kuru goes. Hub. He goes that's to Pizza Hub. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's where Kuru goes. So yeah, this is a good thing. I, I don't know why people are really upset. I, I I think I heard some people were like they're censoring it. You're an idiot if you think that. You're you're just an idiot. This is just like you're you're having a serious conversation with Miranda, and it's just camera angles of her butt. It, yep. Th- this scene is not meant to be a sexualized scene, okay? At if, all. If you want, if you want the sexualized scene, do the romance with Let's Miranda and watch the sex the sex scene with Miranda. Yeah. That, that that's that's yeah, where that that's where that belongs. Yeah, like they're definitely not censoring the game, as far as I know. All those cutscenes are still in there. Right. Yeah, I'm sure they are. And they probably got you know updated the. 4K or whatever. Wait yeah, a second. 4K Miranda, but I just noticed something. Try the mask is off. Yeah, I know. See, it was, it was everybody, fine. he looks fine. Can we please agree that he looks fine? I don't. Yeah, it looks fine. So, okay. Any other thoughts on um, Miranda's butt? Yeah, Camera I mean, does. again, internet internet overreacting mm. to things. Big surprise. Yeah, this was a huge overreaction. Any other thoughts? Think, uh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I'm sure there's a few people, as you said, on the side of like, oh, why they would they do this? They're censoring the game. But I think I would guess at least that most of the people are agree with Bioware that this is probably the right decision that, mm. you know, we're having a serious character driven moment. Miranda's talking about her sister. I don't it's been a while since I played the game. I don't remember what the details of her side quest are with her sister, but mm. whatever it is she's talking about. We should be looking at her face, not her ass. So, fair. Try any other stuff regarding um, the the booty. Uh, I mean, it's a nice ass, but <laughs> okay, it's still for the better. Still okay. for the better. I see. Let's be honest. Most people don't give a shit. They don't even care. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do I have next here? Oh, Anthem, the game oh, that we oh, never boy. forgot. Right. So. I'm on Bloomberg, so we're, we're probably not going to be able to read much of this because I'm I'm, I'm probably going to my, my your monthly yeah, limited free all. content. Oh, okay, um, so Anthem Anthem's fate is being decided this week. Who knows if it's already happened or not? I assume it hasn't. Otherwise, it, it, it would have been all over Twitter or something like that. But Anthem is supposedly making, and they've said they are making something called Anthem Next, which is their rework of of anthem and it seems like it's a complete rework which is good because anthem was terrible in many ways so 
this rework has been happening for I would say over a year and a half now um, because the game launched February 2019 and EA is going to decide this week if it's worth um, adding people to the team to continue working on this or killing it so there's really nothing else to say regarding that description um, Spoon any thoughts regarding this and then try obviously you're, you're welcome to give input yeah I mean I guess this doesn't completely surprise me it is EA we're talking about but you'd think that you know if they put all this time and money into developing this new version of Anthem you would think they have something to show at this point see what it is and may- maybe that's what the decision is going to be on like maybe there's going to be some EA execs that are going to go down to, to Bioware and check out what, they, mm-hmm. what they've what they got and if they don't like it then they're going to kill it maybe that's what's going to happen but mm-hmm. um Yeah, I mean, again, you, you'd think if they've sunk all this time and money into it that they would let it go, mm-hmm. you know, let it keep going. But again, that that can be sunk cost fallacy. It's like, you know, if, if it's not good, then it's probably just better to nip nip it in the bud, so to speak. I mean, we're, right. we're past that point. The game was out and it was terrible. But um, it, yeah, we we as far as the the, the next the next version goes, yeah. you know, better to just let it die and let anthem fade into ex- obscurity then correct. yeah spend more money on it okay just to ask try you never played this game correct no okay do you have any thoughts regarding you didn't play it but you you've seen it. it's terrible um yes so any thoughts like okay let's say an anthem next did happen try maybe it looks okay would this interest you at all because you play Destiny uh, too, but obviously they're slightly different games. But the 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 only way I would play an Anthem game is if it comes out and like two weeks later people still like it. Uh, but that's not gonna happen. They're they're gonna kill Anthem. They have no reason to continue this. I I, I wonder if it is, if any of this is because of how bad Cyberpunk got received. If like one of the execs is just like, why are we spending money on this? Yeah. When they're looking at how much CD Projekt Red just threw out and then got destroyed. Um, and yeah. I think I read another article somewhere that EA is trying to shift some resources towards mobile games. They are too. because we'll, we'll talk about that in a second too. Um, th- so, is there anybody in your minds that's like waiting with interest? For Anthem next, is there anybody like really like out there going, "Hey, when's Anthem next coming out?" Not that I've not that I've heard. Um... <sighs> Does the game have PvP? I don't even know. No, it's PvE strictly. I think. Okay, yeah, it didn't. It didn't it nobody, didn't. nobody's it waiting. Didn't, it didn't have PvP. I, which I'm I'm glad it didn't. By the way, I want to think that it could be good if they actually put some time and money into it and they did a good job because the concept of anthem was really cool it was just development hell and it was it was a mess basically but the flying was fun the basic combat and the abilities was pretty fun yeah it was was. the mission structure was pretty terrible the enemies spawning on all sides of you was really stupid um I mean, there were a multitude of things that were bad about that game, but the core concept was not bad. It was it was cool. Mm-hmm. 
but they just messed up the execution severely, and it was not a good game because of it. Um. Uh, yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I agree. There, like, I thought the gun mechanics, the actual, the, I, I thought they were pretty good. Actually, I I really did like that. The flight mechanics, other than the stupid overheating thing all the time, was were good. Like, I think they actually worked really well. Um, because I I think we. I don't remember if I played mouse and keyboard or controller. I can't remember, but I mean, you played controller. So I for controller, controller, I assume it was actually the flight controls were pretty good. Yeah, no, flight yeah. controls were good. The game, the game controlled fine. It played fine. Um, but yeah, the cut. I mean, the customization was bad. Yeah, the, the loot, the loot was absolutely terrible. It was a looter shooter, and the loot was absolutely terrible. The skill progression for the classes was not that good either. Um, and the fact that, you know, the loading screen's all over the place and you had to go back to the hub and another loading screen to edit your loadout. Which, oh my god, loadout, which that was, was really so dumb. bad. That was so bad. Holy moly. That was really bad. And, and the story was a joke. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, whatever. Enemies spawning behind you randomly, just like out of nowhere. That was fun. That's, I, that's I, never I, fin- I never finished the game. No, neither did I. I got a little okay. bit further than you, and I just was like, "No, I'm, I think I'm done here. This is I'm, good. I'm, I'm, I'm good." Would you? Okay, if an anthem next did come out, I know try. You've already said your piece on this, but this is for Spoon and myself. Let's say anthem next comes out, and again, we're we're speaking hypothetically, so you got to take it for what it is. Let's say it's like okay, and you don't have to pay anything for the for anthem next because you already bought anthem, which is already a question mark because it's EA. I mean, if they made me pay again, I wouldn't. Yeah, of course not. Let's say they don't, because I know that if they made you pay again, that you wouldn't, which I wouldn't either. Would you? Would you be? Burned. I already got burned yeah. once on that. I'm not doing it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you be interested in at least trying Anthem again? Given yeah, it looks I would okay, probably, it just looks okay. I would probably give it another shot if you know we got. If it looked decent, I would probably wait again, like try maybe not two weeks, but until after it came out and there was some reviews out there and some opinions on it and people being like, all right, this is actually at least decent. Mm. Yeah, I would probably go back and give it a, give it another shot if it actually looked looked decent. Okay. Uh, I, own, I own the game already. Like, why not? Yeah, yeah. Just have no, yeah if it's solid and, if and it's, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I guess I have to use Origin, which is three-ish, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it is weird. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to trying it again if it looked okay and if I didn't have to pay anything extra. So I'm, yeah, if I'm, they I'm made me pay a thirty dollar expansion or, God forbid, another sixty dollars, just that would be it's going to be a hard no for me on that. Here's one. another thought that I have, and maybe try you can give input on this. Let's say Anthem comes out free to play. Anthem Next is free to play, which, by the way, I could see EA doing. They make it free to play and put a bunch of microtransaction garbage in it. I mean, would you try? They already it? had a ton of microtransactions. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Of course, sixty dollars. But it's going to be worse. We know it'll be worse if yeah, that's the no, case. Because yeah. Destiny is technically free to play. I say technically because that's. I would say it's hardly free to play, but free to try. It's free to yeah. try. If Anthem came demo. out free to try, demo version is free. Anthem comes out free to try. Try. I mean, I play it if any of the destiny crew was going to like like if this and hectic need a third to play it i'd try it but uh only if it's free i'm what not a, spending any money on it what about me and spoon well yeah you too as well okay just want to make <laughs> no if you and spoon play it no no, no I, I can't i can't do that though. 
<laughs> no, 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 I can't do that. I mean, if, if Hectic and Viz wanted to play it, and they needed a third, and you guys also needed a third, yeah, I would pick Hectic yeah, yeah, and Viz over you. I know you would. But, I know yeah. you would. First. That's that's reasonable. That, I think that's reasonable. And, that, and, and that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's a accept, fair thing. I, I, accept, I accept that. <laughs> I accept, I accept that you can make those bad decisions, and that's that's your right to do so. So, speaking of, by the way, mobile games, I'm going to do like a half segue because we can always come back to this. So you you mentioned, Try, that EA might be starting to dive more into the mobile side, which makes sense, actually, because mobile makes a lot of money. And there's, at least this is my opinion, this could be 100% wrong, Very there's less overhead to deal with. So... EA acquired a mobile mobile game company. I knew of this mobile game company from like I think my dad was telling me about it a long time ago. And so this is a, a mobile game company. I, I don't remember all the games they make, but they've made stuff like like a Kim Kardashian type of game, right? So they bought this mobile game company for two billion dollars. Okay. So this is just sort of adding on to the initiative of going mobile. I mean, we know Activision Blizzard is going this way. They Candy Crush for Activision Blizzard makes them a lot of money. And they've already mentioned in the past that they want to take Blizzard's IPs and make mobile games out of them, if possible. So this yeah. is just another sort of move that makes me feel, and obviously you mentioned it, that more of the big, we'll say the big publishers are just saying, okay, we're going we're gonna to really heavily invest into mobile. Also, Call of Duty Mobile makes a ton. Call of Duty Mobile makes a crap load of money i think yeah activision blizzard uh i think in they had an earnings call recently and mm-hmm. they basically said that they want to take the formula they did with call of duty where they pushed it to mobile and just do that with all of their ips now yep because call of duty mobile makes a ton of money all all the develop like all the developers all they're talking about a lot is is moving to mobile like ubisoft said the same thing even though they had like record sales everywhere else they're still talking about they want to move to mobile yep. ea is doing it mobile just is the the big thing that people want to get in on to make the big bucks again yeah, that's where yeah. the big bucks are because you got the most you know full price games you pay 60 dollars. maybe there's a dlc or season pass or something and that's it and doesn't seem like people the real microtransaction money is in is in mobile games and gotchas and yep. stuff like that. So And they know that, yeah. Uh, they for sure that, know that, that. That's what they want. So as an additional side note, any stockholders of Glue Mobile receive twelve dollars and fifty cents of cash for each stock. That's a hundred and twenty hundred and twenty five dollars for me, baby. Because <laughs> I had ten shares. Woohoo! Yay. So Congratulations! I know. Wow, I'm rich. Auto, auto I'm, making out like a bandit. I'm dude. filthy rich, everybody. I made out plus thirty dollars on that. I what, mean, a, he, what a wonderful thing! He only bought the stock like a month ago. Like he definitely has like some insider knowledge that this was going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I had auto, insider it, knowledge. Yeah. SEC needs to investigate. Please that, don't. <laughs> it's auto, not worth auto, it. Otto's gonna get caught for insider training because he, he made because he made thirty dollars because he made thirty dollars. Hey, did you make thirty dollars? Yeah. How dare you? You're going to jail for a long time. Well, what about those guys? Eh. Eh. They're, you're you, it's, it's, though. Uh, it's too expensive to, to go out and make money. They're going to take market, my... Market manipulation. They're going to take the frogs. Please no. Please don't. They're they're doing so well since I saw those like bumps on them. They're doing so well now. Um, any other thoughts on 
either Anthem or the the mobile side of this that we've been talking about? Nope. No? Nope. Okay, perfect. CD Projekt Red um, cyber attack. So CD Projekt Red had a cyber attack. An unidentified actor gained unauthorized access to our internal network, collected data belonging to CD Projekt Red Capital Group, and left a ransom note, the content of which we release to the public. We, We will release to the public. Although some devices in our network have been encrypted, backups remain intact, and they've already secured uh, IT infrastructure and restored the, um, and they're restoring the data. They did additionally say that um, the compromised systems did not contain any personal data of our players or users of our services, and it seems like to our ex-employees as of this moment, we don't possess evidence that any of your personal data was accessed. However, we still recommend caution enabling fraud alerts if you have questions please write to the privacy team and then the person the ransom note said you you have been epically pwned let me just pause right here actually <laughs> let me actually pause right here the person that that did this that did the ransom you're an idiot this is the this is such a dumb line you have been epically pwned wow you could have said anything, and that that was what you wrote. We have dumped full copies of the source codes from your uh, Perforce server from Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, Gwent, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3. We have also dumped all of your documents relating to account, administration, legal, HR, investors, and more. Also, we have encrypted all of your servers, but we understand that you can most likely recover from backups. If we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online and your documents will be sent to our contacts in in gaming journalism. Your public image will go down the shitter even more and people will see how you shitty, how you shitty your company functions. Okay. Investors will lose trust in your company and the stock will dive even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. Ransom note person. Are you actually 12? Okay. So this happened uh, February 8th, so Monday, and they posted this update to Twitter. I really don't know what the response has been like because I didn't really read through this. But I'm just going to go ahead and, and go on a limb that this was a cyberpunk player that got, that got burned from cyberpunk, and they're really pissed off about cyberpunk. They happen to know how to use a computer and get into other companies' servers by the way, CD Projekt Red, you need to do a uh, you need to work very hard to make sure this doesn't happen again. Because th- this is like, if this is any, any of this is true, that's obviously horrible. So, any thoughts from you guys regarding the CD Projekt Red cyber attack? From what I'm going to guess is a Cyberpunk 2077 upset player. Yo, so I, I have a few thoughts on this. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so first off, I don't know why they released this ransom note. I, I, I don't get I don't know why they felt the need to release this. Because you look at it, and it looks like it's written, like Brea said, by like a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. So that means either a 12-year-old hacked into their systems and stole all this information, which means their IT security team is non-existent. <laughs> um... 
Or, or this is just like a, a grown person that just thinks they're funny. Uh, or some people have been saying that they think this is fake. That like they think that nobody that could have hacked into this would have put something this stupid, and that CD Projekt Red is trying to get like pity uh, by faking that they got hacked. What? I don't believe that. That I don't believe if, at all. Yeah, that's if, a little. If it little if it goes if it goes two weeks and we don't hear anything from this leak, then I'm gonna think it's fake. Something is going to come out of this if somebody really got this information. Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, obviously something will. Um, I mean, in their thing, they're they're not gonna. They said they had said um, uh, we will not give in to the demands nor negotiate, being aware that this may eventually lead to the release of the compromised data. So they're they're not gonna like actually go through with anything. Which you know, however you feel about it, maybe that's the right move. Maybe it isn't. Who knows? But the yeah, I mean, this is just like first of all the the ransom note person. I'm I just. Your have been epically pwned. I I don't know. Like this person, I don't know if English is a second language. If it is, okay, that's you know whatever. It's possible. It's possible. But this is like you put epically pwned. Like good lord. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? I I said that when I was in like middle school. Yeah. Or maybe early high school. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Spoon. Any thoughts? Uh. Yeah. I the. The theory that it's fake or staged is that's a little far fetched for my taste. Um, yeah, I don't. You know, we'll, we'll see what comes out of it. I mean, this is just more on the CD project is scuffed train, um, getting hacked by a twelve year old or an idiot who can't speak um, or not speak but write. Um, again, maybe they were, maybe they knew they were being stupid and were just trying to be funny with mm-hmm. the, the epically pwned thing, but, you know, I also like how it's written in note, like in notepad. <laughs> I mean, that's like oh, the yeah. easiest thing to write in for like, if you just jump into somebody's, you just put it in a notepad. Like, I mean, I don't know. you could send them a letter, like an actual letter. Nope. No. If no. you've already gone into their servers, to trace. if you've gone into their servers, you, you're just going to yeah, open a true. notepad and say, read me, unlock. Yeah, yeah, and then they figure out you've been in there and they see this file came out of nowhere and somebody's going to find it. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna immediately see it. Somebody, they'll, they'll, they'll immediately see that stuff. Well, so, notepad you can get on everything. You yeah. can't necessarily get word on a, on a server. True. But, no, um, notepad's easy to get to. I'm really curious to see what gets leaked out of this because CD Projekt Red, before Cyberpunk came out, they got some bad press, but it was all overshadowed by the fact that Cyberpunk was coming out. Mm-hmm. Where uh, a lot of people were saying they were treating their employees like really, really bad. That like the crunch culture was just absolutely atrocious there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said they've got HR documents, so I'm really the Curious HR documents would be would be what's going to come out. Yeah, the HR stuff would be very interesting, to say the least. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. So, this is this is all I had for news for for this. I, I don't know if I missed anything. Um, there was stuff I didn't have like docs for. So if I missed something, feel free to 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 bring it up now. But like there there are a couple things like Prince of Persia being delayed indefinitely and the the patent stuff. Um, I didn't. I didn't have like a link for that, but we can 
we can touch on some of those things for sure. Yeah, we can touch on it. So let's touch on the – I think we should obviously touch on the patent thing. Okay, so try – I'm not sure how well you've been following this, but Spoon and I have been talking about it for sure. And we did – I think we did mention this during the, the yeah. call we had. So WB Games five years ago had this game Shadow of Mordor and then subsequently Shadow of War came out a couple of years ago. And one of the biggest systems that was in the game was called the Nemesis system where you have orcs. The the, the general idea is like you, you meet an orc and their storyline could potentially carry over, carry over for multiple interactions, okay? That's yeah, pretty if, much the system. If they if they kill you, if they kill you, they get promoted to a higher yeah. rank and they become more of a you know like a named a named villain type Correct. thing. Or if you maybe they they survive an encounter with you and you know they become they become your nemesis basically. Yep. You know, hence the name There's, of the system. Yeah, yeah, it's it is like a it is an interesting system. It is very interesting. So WB patented it. <laughs> Apparently they probably. My guess is they started the process when Shadow of Mordor came out, and now they've gotten the patent approved. So you can't put this type of system in other games now. And people, develop other developers spoke out again uh, against this. In that, you know, uh, try you had mentioned that there was a patent on loading screens for a long time, where you couldn't play mini games in the load screen, right? Yeah, that was I it. think it was Namco had a yeah, patent Namco for had 17 spend, yeah. years. They patented the idea of putting a mini game on a load screen, so no one did it. I don't even think Namco did it, but they but just they had, had a it for it. And I think I think this is going to happen with the W3 thing. I don't think they're ever going to use a Nemesis system. <laughs> I think they just have it. I remember some old like Dragon Ball Z games that had. I wouldn't necessarily call it a mini game, but you could like. You could you could interact with the loading screen a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, okay, WB has this patent now. Any 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 thoughts regarding WB now just being the sole owners of this Nemesis system? This is this is so dumb. <laughs> this is not what patents were made to do in the slightest. Yeah. Like I like like the thought process behind getting a patent is that you put a lot of time and money into developing something. Uh, and so you should be able to get, for a, s- a certain amount of time, be able to get money from having a monopoly on that thing. Or if you're like a person that comes up with a good idea, you can get money from it before everyone steals it. Mm-hmm. But this is just a system in a video game. All this has done is just means that like this system is just going to disappear and whenever this patent runs out, no one will care about it anymore, and so now there's just a bunch of games that don't exist. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Spoon? Yeah, I mean, I again, I don't understand very much about patent law and things like that, but this seems a little bit vague to me to be patented. Right. It's like, it's more of a general idea. I guess it's a system within a video game, but... Yeah, I I don't like that you can patent something like this. It seems really silly. I mean, the Namco thing seems really stupid that you can patent something like that too. That's just okay. I mean, you can you can uh, patent a way to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> there's there's some very interesting stuff out there. That is for sure. 
Yeah. It's very interesting, all this stuff. I, I don't agree. I think it just doesn't make sense to patent this, really. Like, you're not going to use it again. They're not going to make another Shadow of War game. They're not. They're not going to make another Lord of the Rings game like that. They they ended that story, actually. So they're not going to make another. And it's just going to sit there. And no one's going to want to use the Nemesis system and pay them for it. So it's just going to sit there. It, it makes no yep. sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. This, this is dumb. I I do think I remember hearing back around when those those games came out that they had applied for a patent yes. for for that, and it it took this long for them to get it. I guess. Yep, uh, it took the five years. I, I would I would guess is what happened. So, the other stuff that I have, uh, Prince of Persia remake delayed indefinitely. Um, I forgot when that was supposed to release, but uh, Ubisoft. I don't remember either. I think Ubisoft is the one that's doing the publishing publishing yeah. yeah so ubisoft or the i don't remember if it was the actual developer but um had come forward and said that we're, they're going to delay this indefinitely i'm pretty sure they cited covid and and they wanted to make sure that the game was you know comes out in the right state was what they had said and then the other thing i had we can kind of jumble these together is um overwatch 2 and diablo 4 are not going to launch this year don't expect it to launch this year was something that Activision Blizzard had said. I think it they said it on that earnings call actually. That was Probably. that was where it came from. So any thoughts on those two things? Just for context, Overwatch 2 was announced in 2018, something like that. We talked about it before. So it's been a while. Uh, 2018? Was it 18 or I want to say it was 19. Okay. If it's 19, it's been 2 years. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh it's 19. been a year. It's been a year and a couple of months because BlizzCon's usually in November. Oh. so it's been yeah, it's a little over a year. It's okay, a year and the, two or three months. The, the yeah, point is, months. Overwatch Two is not going to be fundamentally that much different from Overwatch One. Why oh, is it taking so long? We have heard we have heard not a peep about Overwatch Two since yeah. that BlizzCon a, a year and a bit ago. Right. Which, at least, well, maybe if you're paying attention, Diablo Four, they've been doing at least these quarterly updates on mm -hmm. it. If you check their site, the Diablo Four site. So, on what they're working on... Okay. I haven't heard a darn thing about Overwatch 2. I mean, I don't follow Overwatch very much, so maybe I'm just not looking, but... I don't um, know anything at all. Yeah, that that's not surprising. They said... I think Overwatch 2 and Diablo, Diablo 4 were announced at the same BlizzCon at 19. Mm-hmm. Um, that would make sense. And they said with Diablo 4 that it wasn't anywhere close. It's not even, you know, Blizzard soon or something along those lines. So, yeah, people were like, yeah, 2021 at absolute best, but probably not. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's mm. it's not that surprising. The Prince of Persia thing, yeah, I don't know. It looked, I forget when they announced that, but it looked okay from what I said. I know there were some people that were complaining about the graphics or... Something about it when the trailer came out, people didn't yeah. like it. Um, we we mentioned the graphics. I I think I at least did. Yeah, I recall the graphics cool. did not look great, but everything else. I mean, everything else seemed fine. I mean, look, when I hear about game delays or games not coming out this year, that that to me is usually a good thing and not a bad thing. Obviously, people want these games, but. You know, if the publishers are going to give people more time to work on the game to make sure that it's good, I'm, I'm all for that. So, yeah. Try? Uh, yeah, it's it's good that they're delaying the game and not 
rushing it and not trying to well hopefully not rushing it and we'll see when it comes out it might still be rushed uh i don't know why it's taking so long to make overwatch 2 when it sounded like it it sounds like a campaign really it's like yeah it's like hectic said it sounds like they're just trying to add pve to it which yeah i don't know maybe it'll have really good cutscenes and be really long or something i i have Um, a point on that too but keep going uh, i'll be excited for these games whenever they finally come out uh hopefully they'll be good but uh i wasn't exactly like rushing and hoping that came out this year right so i for me overwatch 2 is a curious game because if it is just a campaign i'm confused as to why activision blizzard is doing it i guess if it's just like we want to sell another overwatch game if that's really just it but the thing is like it it seems like a weird extra cost for for them knowing them that that seems like just like an added cost that like are you really going to put that much time into a campaign, Blizzard? It seems weird to me, for for Overwatch in particular, because it's just like I don't know how many people are clamoring for that that they want that, and I don't think that's really where Overwatch makes much of its money anyway. So I mean, it's it's weird uh, for me, just knowing how when, Activision Blizzard works. When Overwatch came out, there was a lot of people that really wished it had a. A PvE mode. So there's been a True. lot of people that wanted it for a while. I, okay, yeah. Especially that's, that's since the the characters in Overwatch are all done really well. I think they they have very good character design. It's just yeah, the state of playing the game now is just wading through a toxic wasteland. So no one <laughs> wants to play it. Yeah, hectic. Yeah. So hectic's here. He can mention that. <laughs> uh that's why I'd be excited about it. I get to play with Overwatch characters again without getting yelled at. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it feels like it's just should be a DLC. I don't know why yeah, they're that's, making it a second game. That's why I don't get that. Unless they're like, maybe they're planning on doing like a massive overhaul, like balance overhaul to PvP or something. But I don't think <laughs> they are. I don't know. I retired from. <laughs> I think you retired because your snipers weren't particular. Like Anna wasn't very good. Anna wasn't very good, and he retired because Anna wasn't meta, and he was it. forced to play Lucio a bunch, which was not as uh, entertaining. That's that's part of it, I'm sure. The other part of it is probably the community, but I, yeah, I don't, I, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to play Mercy or Lucio, and that was at the time that was the meta. Who knows? What, all, my favorite was the meta where it was just barriers all over the place, and the game just you couldn't even watch it. It, it looked so dumb. Yeah, they they from what the last time I watched an Overwatch stream, uh, the the balance they have is still. It's really bad. They're balancing. It's something. They have never done a good job balancing that game. They've had a couple good ones early in Overwatch's existence. I feel like they had... It was fun. Like, it was fun. It was fun, but I don't know if it was balanced. Beyblade, season two. Beyblade Uh, Beyblade. was fun. Beyblade Beyblade was not balanced. (laughs) Beyblade? It Uh, was fun. It was fun. Not balanced. So, that's... By the way, that's all I've got here on the dock that I can see for the game news for today cool. so i think we should shift gears now uh i will do this short this is going to be a short one okay i i do want to get to try and you talking about uh 13 sentinels in uh in the kh rando tournament so let me quickly transition to this so i played amazon luna today they they bothered me again with an email and i decided okay 
I should just download it and give it a try. I'm I'm on the browser version right now. I'm not going to obviously boot up a game because that would be ridiculous. But I wanted to mention something about this. So I, I the games list, I, I'm not a huge fan of their list of games. I'm just, some of these games I know people like. Um, I was actually, I, I thought the Castlevania collection here was pretty cool. And I do know that there are other games that people have played. I think CrossCode uh, is a pretty yeah. Abandoned Ghost really like, yeah. really like cross. So like yeah. I know that their library does have good games for for some people. I just like for me, I'm like looking at like okay, Control looks interesting. Um, Control's good. Control's, Control's supposed to yeah. Be Control's good. good. Castlevania, it, yeah. Castlevania Control's pretty new. I'm surprised it's on. There. They had Resident yeah. Evil Biohazard, which I've actually wanted to play, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> and Overcooked. they had they have East Eight on here. Which is pretty cool. Hey, there's a that's a great game. They have Trails of Cold Steel three, but, but none of the others. One, but not one and two. Yeah, don't play three before you play yeah, one. Yeah, I, I was confused on mistake. that. I'm trying to think of any others that I thought. I, were I'll like actually, big I'll actually tell you why on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, one and two were published by Exceed, and and basically from three onwards, as well as the East Games, Nisa and IS America has taken over publishing. Okay. For, uh, for Fal- Falcom games, which are Got both it. East and the yeah, yeah, yeah. the Trail the Trail series, so Exceed, you know, basically Nisa was giving the rights for Cold Steel three, but they don't have the rights to one and two, sure. so they 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 can't. So yeah. I got access to Luna because there was a period where you could sign up and try and get access. I did get access to it, obviously, because I'm showing it. I played Metro Exodus. I've never played this this series before. It seems like it's like a post apocalyptic. Uh, I don't know. It's, they're not zombies, but they're like monsters you fight. Um, First-person shooter game. I played the Metro Exodus about 30 minutes. I had zero problems. The game looked great. And it felt like... like you, Again, you didn't have to install anything. I installed no input, Luna no on... Input delay. No input delay. I installed Luna onto my computer. And the installation process was really quick. It doesn't take a ton of space from what I saw initially. And the game played really well. I was very happy. I can't say that's going to be my experience for everything, but there was no input delay at all. I even tested it. I like tested multiple different things. There was no delay that I yeah. could see. And, you know, I'll try more games for this. I only have a seven-day trial period before I would have to start paying, but I just didn't, I'm just not going to auto-renew for now. But the subscription price is $6 a month for just Amazon Luna Plus, which gives you access to this library. I will say my first impression is this is great. It, Stadia had all the it, input it, delay it's, issues. It's what Stadia should be. This is great so far. I I will play more if I can carve out like an extra 30 minutes to an hour and play either more Metro Exodus or try something else. With no installations, though, I can just boot up any of these. So I'm not like trying to, you know, sell out for Luna here. But my point is, I've mentioned this before. This worked really well. So if this is what cloud gaming is supposed to be, I'm all for it. This was great as a first experience. I was very happy I didn't have to like download anything or like I just pressed play and it, the game just started. It, it, it was great. Uh, I'll try it again and see how it goes. The subscription price being six dollars a month is wonderful too. It, it's a great price. So I, I'm very curious to see how my next couple play sessions of this go. But I'm really I was really impressed. Like I, I came away from the thirty minutes going, huh? That was. That was actually really enjoyable. I will do that again for sure. And this is the browser version, so I, I could play this game on browser. I don't think I will for now, but it, it, it was it's pretty sweet. I don't have a good phone or anything else to play like on different devices, but this was this was pretty cool. 
So that's my quick segment. This is my quick segment for for this. I think it's a cool option if you're just if you're if you're not like someone who's really like, oh, I have to play the game locally or I have to have the physical copy. Some of these games I'm more than happy to play on Luna. Like I, I just don't care. Um, but I don't know. It was a good experience. So yeah, the, that was, the other that was... advantage is like, oh, maybe I don't really want to buy one of these. You know, some of these games, but try it. I'm happy to try it. You know, pay seven dollars for one month to try it out and like play a game that I right. want to play, and then you know whatever. Yeah. So and and this is like if it stays at six dollars, which I, I I doubt it. They'll probably bump it up. This is a this was a great price. I'm not sure if it's like an early adopter price or something, but this is a great price. I will say there is a Ubisoft option on this. You have to if you have Ubisoft Plus, you can play Ubisoft games, but I'm not doing that. So there's a, <laughs> yeah, there's a special price to get Ubisoft. Yeah, so. but I, I didn't have to buy any of these. Obviously, like you did on Stadia, I I like I really enjoyed. Yeah, this is like Hulu, Netflix. This is the right this is the right option. But I, I think, like I said, I thought it was great. So I will I will move on from this now. Can we talk quickly about the rando tournament first before we go to Thirteen Sentinels? Just because I, I have the I have the the link to the bracket up here. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we have this big um, Kingdom Hearts two Final Mix randomizer tournament that is going on right now. There were four qualifier seeds that were played over the weekend. Top 16 from each qualifier seed made it into the top 64 bracket, and from there they did they did eight groups of eight, um, basically mm-hmm. for top 64. Um, and after, and then once if you get out of your so from here from top 64 it's single elimination, right? Um, but if you get out of your group out of your bracket into top eight, it's double elimination from top eight to the end. Where was Dodge on here? I know. Oh, there's Dodge. Dodge is on the last group. Group yep. H. So here's Dodge. Um, yeah, Dodge and I both won our qualifier seeds over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I was in qualifier A, which was on Saturday at like eleven in the morning, and Dodge was in qualifier D, which was uh, the la- the last one, which was uh, on Sunday at four. I want to say four p.m. Pacific. Okay. Um, and yeah, we, we both did really well in our qualifier seed, and I had, as you can see in the bracket right now, I had my uh, I had my match against Jay Mari there um, this morning at eleven thirty a.m. and uh, I played really well, and I, I I won the match. He was actually I think a pretty strong player for being a a bottom seed since I, I won my qualifier, so I got to play against a I'm not sure if he was a last place, but he was in the bottom four in his qualifier so he mm-hmm. was basically one of the bottom seeds mm-hmm. and i think he was actually a really good player for being uh being a low seed as i saw some of the other in the qualifiers some of the lower seeded players finish and i was looking at them like they're i mean they can do it but they're not very good they don't really know a lot of the strategies they don't really know what they're doing they're casualing out a lot of the fights they're not good they're not that good at routing and knowing, you know, what are good checks, what are not good checks, how to use the hints efficiently. Um, and I was figuring my, my first, since I won my qualifier, I was figuring my first match would be a pretty easy match that I really wouldn't have to play that well in to win. And uh, that was that was not the case. But luckily I played well and I, and I won this morning. I won by 22 minutes or so. 
It was okay. a little bit of an it was interesting seed. We had proofs in the beginning of of Core, the Cavern of Remembrance, and Hollow Bastion. We had a proof in Roxas World, Simulated Twilight Town, which is jail, which everyone hates going to. And we had a proof in Port Royal mm-hmm. uh, in the second visit. Um, and I avoided STT for quite a long time, but I finally did it and uh, got the proof and won that way. That was my last my last proof. We had a big hint for Port Royal early on from Beast Castle that apparently uh, Jay Mari didn't push Beast Castle very far, so he mm. didn't have that hint for quite a while. And then he got it and did Port Royal. So Port Royal was his last proof. I see. Um, yeah, apparently he death cycled to Zigbar for about 15 minutes. So oh. that that kind of sucks sucks for him. But I did see in watching him sort of prepping for my match that one of his weaknesses, in my opinion, was that he he likes to push world that never was very early, uh, which can be good if you can do it. But um, and and he doesn't like to level up, like grind and level up very much, mm-hmm. which. Obviously, you waste some time doing it, but you get checks for leveling up. Um, and once you get to mid thirties or so, you know, I ended somewhere between thirty-five and forty. I grinded to around I think thirty-three or thirty-four on screens. You kind of just steamroll the rest of the game because you're you're OP. You can right. if you get a long seed like this where you have to go through a lot of a chunk of worlds and go through into second visits. You want to be able to clear stuff very quickly and when you're high level you you can do that and yeah so i think one of his weaknesses is he just doesn't like he just doesn't like to level up and so yeah it just takes him longer to do stuff and right. he tries to push world that never was with low tools and low level and i would just rather level up and not struggle so sure. i push my advantage that way and and one playing my game basically which uh i was happy about and uh as you see, I will be playing either Zantetsuken or Wyatt in my second match. Uh, they have until... The first round is going to go until the end of next week. Okay. They're giving us two weeks for the first round because there's so many players. And also, the there's a level one tournament going on this weekend. Um, the qualifier so is actually yeah. going along right, on right now for that. So they want to give uh, for that, too. They want to give some... I think they want to give some leeway for that. Sure. Um, yeah, Zan and Wyatt are both good Wyatt's a very good KH2 player. He doesn't play that much rando, though, uh, so I think his routing might be a little rough. And Zan is Zan is decent, at least. I haven't mm. seen him too much, but I know he's been around a while, so I would assume he knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, my group in general, I just think, is, is very solid. I, I don't think there was a single bad player in this group. All of these players I've seen and are at least decent. Yeah, sure. Spike is a, is a decent player... Um, Alios is is good. He got second or third in his qualifier and has been in top eight in a previous tournament. Mm. Same, Pseudo was top eight in a previous tournament as well. Again, Zan- Wyatt's just a solid cage two player. Zan's been around a while. He's pretty good. And Jay Mari again was is a pretty good player. I think for uh for his seed and Yami uh, Yami I think is decent too. I think he got like tenth in the qual- the same qualifier that I was in. Mm. So. He wasn't bad either. So yeah, I think this group is really solid overall, but I do think I can get out of it. I think I can beat any of these people. There's no like top five or top ten player, in my opinion, in this group. So I think this group is very winnable for me. Hmm. Daj's group, on the other hand, his first two matches should be relatively easy. 
against not super great players, especially his first one. I think his first match is against one of the, the bad bottom seeds, so he should win without probably any trouble that match unless mm. he gets super unlucky. Um, second match will probably be slightly more difficult, and then the third match he's likely going to have to play Cole, who is um, top five easily, if not top mm. three best rando players, so that it, it will, I think Dodge will get to top eight without much difficulty, but sorry, top sixteen. But getting out of this group is going to be difficult for be him tough. because yeah. he's going to have to play Cole. Um, Just going to go back to your group real yeah. quick. So next match probably week and a half from now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it, it'll it'll it won't be next week. It'll be the sure. week after that. It'll be week. Okay, it'll be Sometimes. week after. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, we we schedule with our opponent. You know, one on one. We don't get a set match time or something Got like it. that. So. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm happy I'm one. I'm happy I'm, I'm in the tournament. I'm happy I'm doing well so far. I'm playing well. I played well in both tournament matches, the qualifier and in, in my match today. So happy about that. So perfect. Yeah, it's fun. I am, I, I am happy you didn't get tilted into oblivion. I was oh so scared. Oh my gosh. That would have been horrible. Like, cause yeah. yesterday I remember you went to the world that never was kind of early Yep. And death cycled on Zigbar, and then today you got the the hint for five in the world that never was, which is more than normal. Mm-hmm. And I was so worried you were going to push it too early. But you, but but you, you waited Zigbar... and played it calm, and then you first tried Zigbar, yeah, and then it was it was good. I saw that one. That was Pog, dude. You, no, were, yeah, you were pumped I... for that. That was Pog. Yeah, I was a little I was a little worried too when I saw the five world that never was, but. I was at the point where I was like, we didn't have any proofs yet, and I had gone through most of my shot, my early shotgun. I was like, this this isn't a go mode seed, unless yeah. all three proofs are in World That Never Was, or like two in Twilight Town and one in World That Never Was, or you know, vice versa, two and one in those two. This isn't a go mode seed. This is going to be, this is going to be, I'm going to have to, after I clear World That Never Was, I'm going to have to go around and, and find some stuff. Yeah, so, for sure. I was fine. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it, it's good. I'll just level up. It wasn't the usual way of leveling up. Uh, we didn't have fire, so you can't. I couldn't do final form fire in Twilight Town, but uh, I had Thundaga really early, and I had Stitch, so I just went to screens and space paranoids and uh, Thundaga everything to death. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that early Thundaga was yeah hilarious. But yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to Spoon playing Spike yeah. Vegeta in a race. That would be man. That's that would be that's fun. Gonna be hype. That would be fun. I, I definitely, I, I saw your bracket spoon. I saw that. I was like, oh, that would be cool if that happened. That would be very cool if that happened. I, I, I would be very uh, interested to see if that does happen. Of course, yeah, spoon no. versus white and and Zan is also going. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. It's just like, I mean, we we, we know Spike, so we, we yeah, know everybody Spike's knows got, Spike Vegeta. Sp- I've Spike met Spike Vegeta once. Yeah, I've met Spike Vegeta too at a GDQ. He seems like such a nice person. Yeah, that's all that I. That's all that I. He is. I was gonna. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Spike will have a tough second match against either Alios or Pseudo, so I may not. I may not end up playing him, Um, but I I think he could win. I think he could win against either. He's 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 a good he's a good player for Mm -hmm. sure. He plays Gage too a lot. Um, He does play a lot of other stuff though as well. Um, He plays a lot of randomizer. Yeah, he plays a lot of randomizer, both Ocarina of Time, Cage 2, I think he does Majora's Mask sometimes too. Yeah, he plays a lot of randomizers. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? 
Oh, yeah, I just want to thank everybody, by the way, who showed up and watched. Uh, I know I'm sure a lot of them are not watching the podcast, but you guys, Ghost, Dodge, Mason, Abandon, and then the multitude of other uh, rando runners who many of them are probably doing the uh, cage, the level one seed right now. Mm-hmm. Um, for showing up, I had like around 20 viewers most most of the time when I looked at my viewer count. Which yeah, you is- did. Far above normal for me. I usually hover around five or so, you know. So, I was it, it was it was nice to see. Obviously, I wasn't talking to chat because it was an official tournament match, but I, I was happy to see pe- people there cheer- cheering me on. Hopefully, and uh, talking about the seed. I yep. looked at the chat a little bit. And people were like, "Please go to STT. Please go to STT. Please <laughs> yeah, go dude. to STT." <laughs> Dodge was going to crucify you if you yeah. lost that seed because you didn't go to STT. Yeah. So I eventually, after I did other stuff that I, there were a couple of choices that I made that I, that I shouldn't have, I should have done SCT a little bit earlier before I did some other things, but there also were a couple of things that I did before STT that I don't think were bad plays that I think were, is decent to do before STT. So yeah. But had I done STT right after I got the hint, I probably could have finished the seat 20 or 30 minutes earlier. So yeah. 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 Do we uh, want to quickly segue over to Thirteen Sentinels try thoughts? So, try before you say much about the about your your experience so far. You and Kuru were playing separately, same game, no. or were you playing like literally you're you're next to each other while playing? We, we are literally sitting next to each okay. other on the couch playing. Okay, got it. Uh, and f- for the most part, normally he's doing one character story, and then I'm doing the battles until I get locked out, and then he has to do more of the story. It's like the opposite of Spoon. I remember when Spoon was talking about it, he was like, yeah, I'd have to, you know, sprinkle in and do some battles here and there uh, to make sure I didn't get locked out. And then I'm sitting there, like, I cleared the first area, and the game was like, alright, you can't do any more battles until you get to 30% of the story, and we were at, like, 12. Oh, boy. And I was so sad. It took so long. Um... Karu tries opinions do not represent mine. Uh, the game is really good. I'm glad Spoon recommended it to us. The story is fantastic. Uh, it's probably one of the better stories of visual novel I've played. It definitely rivals, I think, all the Danganronpa and Nonary games and all and, that. You know, I, AI. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's probably... I haven't seen the end of it yet, but so far I'm about 60% in. Uh, so far it's looking like it's going to be better than those games. The It is a little overwhelming at the start just because there's so many characters. Yep. Uh, 13. But uh, once you kind of get going and you kind of get used to the characters, uh, it's not as bad. They, they did do a, a good job, even though... A lot of them just look like generic high school, school students. High, mm. Yeah, generic high school students. They gave some tells to them, and they gave them some like key parts of their personality, so you can remember them. Uh, and each like of the, the story, like each of the stories, they're all dealing with a different, a diff, a very different sort of uh, conflict, I suppose. Like it sort of depends. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it is kind of. What, the way we did it, we, we have beelines towards certain stories and tried to rush through them as soon as possible, which yeah. is making it nice. Because if we went around and, like, 
did a little bit of one story and a little bit of another story, we'd be so lost. Yeah. Like, we haven't done the... There's, like, like two characters of the 13 that, like, when you do the other people's stories, they seem so pivotal to what's going on. And we've just literally completely ignored them. We haven't done the prologue. I haven't done the prologue for Gota or uh, Ryoko. Uh, because we were busy just doing other people's stories. And all of the stories are really good. There's some worry when you have a game this long with this many characters that there's going to be a lot of dull parts. But if from my experiences so far, all the characters' stories have all felt like exciting and engaging. And they're still able to get a lot of good twists in like each character's little lines. Uh, even though the game is so long, which I think is just incredible writing. Um, and the characters are all fun. Uh, Fluffy is Fluffy is the best character in the game, bar none. It is the most sarcastic like... asshole cat you will yeah. ever meet. Fluffy is funny. I like, B- I like BJ, dude. Though BJ's BJ good, too. BJ was the first one. The first story we did was Natsuno's. Natsuno, just so we could, yeah. Just so we could play BJ. I like Natsuno. Uh, she's, cute. she's cute. I love Natsuno. She's so stupid. Yeah, she's stupid, but she's cute. Some of the characters are just so stupid. Uh, this The game is it's it's a visual novel called 13 Sentinels. It's technically not a visual novel, but it's basically a visual novel. Uh, and it's a real good story game. Can I? Yep. Can uh, I the combat. Go, go, go ahead. Go. Oh, I was just I was just gonna ask you, um, but because I cut, I was curious. Was there anything so far that you you didn't like? Um. Well, you well, I guess you and Kuru split it up. So like, you were doing all the combats. You were gonna talk about the combats, I assume. What, what were you gonna say about the combats? I'll say first the the only one I didn't like. There is one character story that this isn't even a spoiler, so I can say this. I think it's like Fuyusaka, where after you get out of her prologue, you uh you end up on like a street and she's talking to her friends and the Uh-oh. dialogue just keeps looping and Uh-oh. looping and you had to figure out how to get out of it. And Kuru almost lost his goddamn mind. We were there for like twenty minutes and he couldn't figure out what the fuck to do. And it was something stupid. You had to, like, talk to the characters at certain points while they were rotating their dialogue to get, like, to make them go eat an ice cream cone or a crepe. And then depending on what they ate, you would get a specific dialogue from one of the characters on an item that you could give to a cat or something. Like, it's the only, like, really, really bad part of the game was how stupid that part was. Yeah, the the dialogue trees are treated in some cases a little bit like a puzzle. They want you to figure out like, you know, what you have to say or who you have to talk to to advance the story on a on a different branch of the flowchart basically, but sometimes it can be a little a little difficult to figure out what you're supposed to do. Most of the time, if you just try all your options and talk to everybody, you'll you'll find the right way eventually. But there's a couple here and there. That that one being one of them. That's like, man, what the hell do I do here? And you, you keep end, ending up going down the same branch and like, okay, that was wrong. Okay, let's go back and do it again. So we we, we were really worried that was going to be her entire her entire uh, story, <laughs> but I, I think we finished yeah. it and it stopped doing that. Um, and then, like Kuru said, the flowcharts are really weird because 
from like 999 and other games, if you have a flowchart where there's like one event and then it branches into two other events, this one event is always the same no matter mm-hmm. what, right? Because you make a decision here and then it branches. But for some reason in this game, a lot of the, the stories, you'll finish a branch and you'll go back to like the starting one event where the story splits and it'll just change and be completely different. Which, I don't know if that's going to get explained at some point, but it's really weird to loop back to the same, like, part of a flowchart and have it be noticeably different. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know Natsu knows, like, her, a lot of her story starts out with her going to the track room, and depending on where you are in her story, it'll always go to the same, like, track room dot on the flowchart, but there'll be a completely different character in there with her for her to talk to when she gets there. And it, like I said, I hope it gets explained at some point. If it doesn't, it's not a big detriment to the game, but it's a really weird way to orient the flowcharts to have them connect to different things. Yeah, I don't want to say anything because I, I don't. I don't want to spoil. I want to see you discover it for yourself. I don't want to see whether whether they explain it or not. You know. Yeah, so, yeah of course. Um, yeah, it's weird. I I feel like it was. Maybe it's supposed to play into the the time travel aspect a little bit with like, oh, okay, this character now knows more information. So when you restart the branch, you have more information and you can go from there. But yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I'm not sure I'm I'm feeling that it should be the same, you know. I mean, it's it's kind of nice like playing through it for there to be little differences. So it's not as yeah. boring doing the yeah. same thing over and over again. Sure. Uh, like, if you ever play VLR, uh, which is Virtue's Last Reward, is the second game in the, the Known Games trilogy, uh, there's just, like, a famous line of a rabbit just yelling, Siggy! Fido! And it's famous, because you have to hear it, like, 25 times when you're doing the story. Oh. The same, at the same place of the story. Uh, so it's nice that this game doesn't have that problem, and that it changes things up. It's just weird the way that they made the, the flowcharts display that mm-hmm. um but these are all minor like minor things the game is still absolutely fantastic uh still highly recommend the, the reason i recommended it to you because i know you guys were big fans of the the uh, nonary games and ai the somnium files and i was like yeah this game is very oh, yeah. similar to those this will this will be up your alley for for sure yeah for sure so. uh and then the the combat i know I think Spoon was just kind of, like, meh on the combat. Uh, i Like, I didn't dislike it, but I didn't think there was anything special about it. It was fine. I don't know why, but I just really love and enjoy the combat in this game. It's, like, it's not hard. I'm playing it on the hardest difficulty. It's not hard, like, mm-hmm. at all. It's just kind of like big mechs do big bombs and a bunch of numbers pop up and things die. And it's just hilarious and so fun. Uh, it's so terribly imbalanced. Uh... It's a PlayStation uh, 4 game. I think only. Is it on any other consoles? It's PS4. PS4 only. PS4. Um, The the second generation Sentinels get sentry guns. And sentry guns are absolutely the most busted thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. If you bring all the second generation Sentinels and just spam sentry guns, like, by the end of the level, you can just sit there and just watch them, like, obliterate everything. And they'll never get touched. It's hilarious. I hate I hated the gen the Gen Four suits suck. 
Really? Dude, the shields are so good. The shield, yeah, the shields are good. The interceptors aren't that bad either. Nah, the, they're the not as good as sin. They're yeah, not as good but... as sentries, but they're super funny because they look like a bunch of flies just buzzing around yeah. and like peppering enemies. Yeah, um, you, need, you need the Gen ones later. Some of like the bigger like armored enemies and like these big enemies later. Gen ones are the only ones that can deal with it because they just have these certain attacks that just do big dick damage and like yeah yeah like the, uh, the armor yeah his is stupid. It's like the the best attack on Gen ones that I've seen so far is like I think Demolisher Blade. That's the one. Just, That's the OP yeah. attack. You just spam that and shit. That's all you need. They gave one of the characters like a double damage demolisher blade. Oh, yeah. like, it, costs, it costs more energy, but it doesn't It matter. costs more energy, but it doesn't matter because when he kills them, he gets it all back. Yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. dumb. So yeah, the game is terribly balanced. It's not that hard. But if you like big numbers and watching things die, which as you might imagine as... Uh, with how many hours I played in Hyrule Warriors, I love just watching tons of things die. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, the combat's actually pretty fun. Um, so yeah, overall, it is a fantastic game. I cannot wait for the end of it. And uh, everyone should go play it. Right now. Everyone. Oh, Turn, oh turn off the podcast. Okay, if you don't cool. have a PS4, go buy one. Go buy oh my! One. Okay, download the game and and start, and then I'll see you in fifty hours. My goodness, Korea is gonna just like walk in now with the system. Let's get started. Okay, let's do it. Let's go. Get out of here. Just watching. Has he got on the couch yet? No. Uh, for how much is it uh, right now? It's it's sick. It's sixty, but I got it on sale. Either Black Friday or over the winter for forty, and it was on sale a month ago or so for, I want to say half off for thirty. So wait around for the next PlayStation sale, and uh, it'll probably go on sale again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I but yeah, it's sixty. It, it's sixty full price, and but it's been going on on sale for forty or thirty, you know, relatively often. So True. just yeah, I don't know. Put it on your. I don't know if wish list is a thing on PlayStation, but yeah, keep an eye out. Um, if you're interested. Um, so with, with, with this game though, so with 13 characters, do you feel there's mm -hmm. an even distribution of character time? Yes. It's even, okay. You think it's fairly even? It's pretty even. Like the character stories are all pretty even. So like the character's existence within the stories isn't even because the way it's set up, You'll go through like this arc that they picked for this character, mm -hmm. but that that character will still show up in other other characters' arcs, even if that's not part of their story. Yeah. So there's definitely some characters that so far seem like they're showing up more often um, than others, mm -hmm. but each one still has like their own little arc, and each of the arcs seem roughly to be the same amount of time. Sure. So. There's a definitely good playtime. So all there's of them. there's good balance. There's good balance with all the characters. Yeah. yeah. Who, who's your favorite character so far, Troy? I thought it was the cat. I thought you said it was the cat. You have one playable favorite okay. playable favorite character. Playable, oh. character? Playable, playable character. Cat cat is not playable. Uh, it's probably not Sano. Not Sano. It's probably not Sano. Either not Sano I... or uh, Sekigahara. Have you gotten to the twist in Juro's story with Kuta? Yeah, we finished 
Juro story. Juro story. That was probably one of my favorite twists in, in the game. I was like, it was one of those things for me where I'm like, it's sitting there the whole time staring you right in the face, but until they tell you, you don't get it. We, like, this is terrible because we can't say what it is for spoilers, but we, we actually figured it out before they, out. they twisted yeah. it because we did um, somebody else's story. What's his name? The blonde haired guy. Starts with an S. Um, Zamuchi? No, that's that's not it. Blonde haired guy. Blonde guy. Guru, help me. Guru, help me. I don't know. His his like best friend, Amaguchi. Oh, his... Amaguchi. Shu. Shu Amaguchi, yeah. Yeah, Shu, yeah, Shu, Shu Amaguchi. Amaguchi. We did his best friend story, and there's one part of their stories where they like intersect, uh, yep. where they're both in the apartment. Where they're in Shu's house. Yeah, they're If Shu's you house. do Shu's lines first, things become very, very weird and very, very obvious in Juro's yeah. story. Yeah. So, yeah. That was one of those twists where it was like, it, it's staring you right in the face a whole, the whole time, especially if you've played other people's stories. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're smart like Kuru and try, you realize it. But if you're dumb like me, you don't realize it. And they tell you, they're just like, <laughs> oh my god, no shit! No shit! Of course! Of course! So, that that one threw me for a loop. I, 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 loved, I loved that. Yeah, this, this game has a lot of really good twists for how many characters and how long it is. I, I don't know how they managed to put this many interesting twists in a video game. It's it's actually impressive. I I, yeah. I I think I talked about it before when we talked about this game a couple months ago when I was playing it. I I think the game is super well paced, super well paced too. There's enough like downtime mm-hmm. and other moments where you're not getting huge plot dumps and and stuff that you can kind of enjoy and process stuff. But then and then and the the twists are well paced and. Yeah, I, I think the the pacing is great, and the um, the fact that they have that codex that you can go back and look at if you didn't quite oh, yeah. understand what went on or something like that. I love that too. So I, I have to yeah. I have to point Kuru to that all the time when yeah. he gets lost. Yeah, he's so bad at remembering things, dude. God, he's so bad. He remembers the Domino's deals, though. He he's he, got a he good does. memory. No, for he didn't. Days. He didn't. He actually forgot it. Uh-oh. Literally, you said that when he tried to order Domino's for the first time here, he couldn't find where to click on the the five ninety nine deal that we always oh, use, no. and he forgot the coupon code for it. Oh, Kuru, I'm I all That's I feel is disappointment. I just feel disappointment for Kuru. I'm just disappointed. So with with I'm trying to think of other things. So like with thirteen Sentinels, you're you're about sixty percent of the way through. How many hours are you try? You mentioned it before, 30. but just okay. You're thirty hours in. With roughly sixty percent, I assume there is like an actual percentage that shows up somewhere that says that. Yeah, so, I think I'm, I think it's sixty six percent. And each but. each each segment of the game shows you how much of that segment you've completed. Okay, story mode, battle battle mode, and then the the codex the codex mode as well tells you how much you've. Okay, done. so there's so they they do give that indication. And you're about thirty hours in. And Spoon, you had said it was like thirty-eight to forty hours for you. Yeah, to it took me around. It was around forty. It was like thirty-eight or thirty-nine. I think okay. it was like just under forty. Got it. So the game isn't that long. It's not actually. absurdly long. It's not that. Long. It's not P five, but no, it's not P five or Trails of Cold Steel or any of the super long JRPGs. It's it's long for what it is. Most mm-hmm. most games like this don't go that long. Yeah, I guess AI was what twenty-five or something like that. Yeah, twenty-five. Well, VLR takes forever, but that's because you have to keep replaying it. Oh boy! For a VN, that's long. Okay, for very okay. Well, if it's for a VN, that's long. But like generally speaking, for a game like forty hours, 
Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's really not that bad. That that I mean, that's yeah, that's definitely not something that like. I feel like that kind of game would be fresh enough where you wouldn't really get like too much of. Okay, this you're getting the same kind of stuff over and over again, like some other games that I've played recently have been like. So, so far, if you were to give it like a rating try, mm-hmm. out of ten, zero being ten. zero being, gar- oh, just ten. You just said ten. Okay, just just ten. Just ten. Okay, so just ten. Got it. So far, it's 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 a ten. Okay, so that's like literally everybody should play it. Kind of review. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty if, much. If the ending, pretty much. If everybody. the ending sucks, it'll go down. But as long as the ending doesn't suck, it'll stay at ten. Sure. The ending does not suck. Does not suck in in my opinion. But maybe I'll feel oh, differently. Boy. Well, you no. also thought the ending to a race didn't suck, which I still don't understand Fair. that. I mean, that's an anime to anyone that doesn't know. Yeah, that's an anime. It's it's a good anime, but the ending is terrible. <laughs> no. Sorry. Fair enough. I mean, auto auto's doing anime and like. Turn around, Otto. What is that behind you? Uh, this is my wall, right here. That's my wall. Uh, there's also this parrot, and these are my. This is my card display, which I'm currently. What, what cards on. did you put in your card display, Otto? I'm not telling you. Um, You're not. I don't want to. Wow, it's is... because it's not done yet. There's still space up here that's not filled. All the trainer well, yeah. cards, all my tra- full art trainer cards. Okay. Okay. There's okay. there's a bunch of trainer full art cards that I put in there. Okay. That's that's the spoiler there. Yeah, so, I mean, this, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm not sure I'd, I'd give it a ten, but it's in a hard nine for me, easy, if not a nine point five. Um, it, it, it's not for everybody. I mean, if you don't like this kind of like story-driven game with you know all these plot twists and like, if you don't like the visual novel style, you're not. This is game is not going to change your mind. It's sure. not a. I wouldn't say this game is for everybody, even though it's really good. But if you like this kind of game, or if you can stomach this kind of game, let's say, it's amazing. Sure. Um, yeah. It's like approaching, if not best in, in genre. Okay. Well, it, did, it so. did get nominated for an award at the Game Awards, so... Yeah. Best, and that's best, best, best narrative. Best yeah, narrative. Which, which it sure. uh, Last of Us 2 got. Should've won. Last of Us 2 got that, but... <clears throat> We we're not gonna go down that road. So, I hate to start circling and closing this out because we're we're pushing my class time. There's, I guess, one other thing that is there anything else you wanted to mention? Actually, quickly, rounding out Thirteen Sentinels. That's nope, just like a yeah, burning. It, it, we we can talk about it generally, but we don't want to spoil. Okay, it. you don't want to spoil anything. That makes yeah, sense. We we yeah we don't we don't want to talk about about sure, spoilers. Sure, sure. So sure yeah. So the last thing, deeper. let me check. The doc. I want to make sure that. Okay, can I, I'm sorry. Try. Can we skip Destiny Two new season? I mean, I I played thirty minutes of it. You played I thirty minutes. Of it? Okay. Say you were gonna say any much? Okay. Well, Destiny Two new season is a thing, and I don't. I don't looks even. Good. Okay, looks good. Okay, good. Because I I know nothing about it. Literally zero. Literally zero about it. Feels bad, man. From Vis. Vis, why don't you come on at some point and you can tell us about it? So, the last thing I want to mention. This is mostly for like Spoon. Uh, the new Genshin event. Guess what? In order to get the store currency, guess what you have to do? Tower defense. Tower defense. Woohoo! We get to play tower defense. Don't worry. Try to wake up in a second because that was my only point for Genshin. So we have to play tower defense. How how interesting! 
yeah, th- this 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 patch is a is a big nothing burger in Genshin. It's pretty. They're, it's pretty rough. They added one character, and I think his story is out now for this uh, this tower defense game. His story quest. It's okay. It's just okay. I have nothing to say about it. It's just okay. It, I don't know. It, this. It's okay. Dragon Spine was a great patch, and th- this patch is very disappointing for me. There's it's there's hardly anything in it. Yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. Tower defense, though. We have to play tower defense. It's a co-op mode, so we could do it together, I suppose. Yeah, but we could. We, we have to play tower defense. So that's that's all I wanted to say. I've, I've, it's crazy. I crapped on tower defense so much. And, I, you know, Bloons is fine. I mean, Bloons is it's an enjoyable game, but we have tower defense in Genshin now. We've, we've, come, we've come around to it. So, yep, that's pretty much it. We skipped Destiny 2. So... Let's do the conclusion here. Let's close out with a couple a couple notes. So let me go back to my cam and gameplay just to remind everybody of a couple things quickly. So videos, there's going to be some videos going up tomorrow and Friday. Please be sure to like and comment on those if you have the time. We appreciate it. Tomorrow is the Rainbow Six stream. We're going to be going through on Vis's perspective. So, you know, no comment. Just we're getting Vis's perspective. That'll be at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time, unless they like something happens. That's what's going to be uh, for tomorrow on the podcast channel. Also, since Kuru is actually here in chat now, we're going to be setting up that Minecraft server. I just need some help figuring out how to do it. If Kuru can help walk me through it. If you're interested in joining that Minecraft server and want to contribute because it will be our server and there's a... There's going to be a cost to that. I, I, we set up this coffee page. You don't have to contribute, obviously, but if you join the server or if you just want to help help pay for that cost, because I'll be fronting it on my own, we, I mean, we'd really appreciate that. That that'd be very nice. I have something I want to mention real quick. Go I'm ahead, sorry. please, please. Right, right back to Thirteen Sentinels because I just looked at Twitter. Apparently, it's on sale for thirty dollars right now oh. on the PlayStation Store. Okay. So right if you're now. thinking about getting it, it's half off, thirty dollars. Go buy it. If you're if you're interested, please go buy it. It's amazing. Thirty dollars right now. Do is there an end time for that sale, or is it just like? Uh, I do not know. Okay, well, it's on sale right now. It's on sale right now. So offer sure ends two twenty four. Two weeks. Okay, two weeks. It's a good good window for everybody. It's on sale for two weeks. No, no, no. thank you for pointing that out, Spoon. Thank you. Oh yeah, Minecraft server. So yeah, if you want to contribute that and. You're interested in joining the server? We'll put some info on that in Discord. Movie night next week will be Return of the King, unless we're not able to set it up appropriately because I won't really be at that movie night. It'll be something else. We'll let everybody know who's interested in that. And uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else, Spoon, that I should be pointing out right now? Am I missing anything? Um... Yeah, I don't think so. Just look out for uh, streams. I'm sure Rainbow yep. Six Boys will be on again tomorrow. Um, what time do they start? Like 5? 5, 5, 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern typically is when they start. We're okay. getting Vis's perspective. So, again, last time we Maybe. had... who did, Whose perspective did we have last time? Oh, Hectic? I think we had Hectic's perspective last time. So, this time is Vis, and again, I have no comment. I'm getting the shit posting ready, dude. Let's go. Uh, I will comment. I'm biased when I say this, but they're this is a very funny group. If you're if you want some laughs, this is the this is the group. This is the group, man. They're they're fun. Yeah. 
they're I think again I'm biased they're good they're they're good they're not bad players it's not like you're watching me play Rainbow Six so you guys I will say as a side note they're too tough on Adam they're too tough on Adam give Adam some positive vibes when you get in there yeah be sure to Adam's give Adam the best some player on the vibes. team this is the worst if you keep that in mind everything makes sense right Adam is wow. a very Adam gets too much flack he's a good kid just give him some positive vibes when you get into that stream. He deserves it. He's a, he's a good person. I don't understand why everyone's so tough on him. Anyway, Spoon, any yeah. last thoughts before we, we close out? And try if you want to say anything before we close out. You're... I may I may oh, stream uh, East tomorrow afternoon okay. before, the, uh, before the Rainbow Six. I'll make sure, sure I'm offline far before Rainbow Six starts. Sure. I don't want to cross the streams on that one. And maybe we'll do Friday as well. Um, I saw yeah. Otto had his his stream schedule um, for some more streams this week. Mm-hmm. Um, those are mostly personal Genshin streams. Yeah, however, I know, I know that. Yeah, those could cross over for sure and do a Xenoblade stream. I will mention that. Yeah, that could I was swap. gonna say, let's get some Xenoblade time in there. Oh, okay. Uh, if, if if we're feeling, I mean, I don't want you to play if you're not feeling it. But <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm like I said, we, we we may get some crossover. We'll see. Okay. Try. All right, so I'm a guest, so I gotta promote something, right? Okay, go ahead. Work. Go for it. If it's appropriate. Uh, uh, a friend of mine is a VTuber who is uh, trying to uh, stream more uh, to help uh, with her social anxiety and help with talking people. She's really cool. Her Twitter is hilarious. Give her follows. And yeah, okay. that's my promotion. I'm already here. I'm already checking it out. It's already done. All right, I, fo- I've already, I followed. I've already followed. Does this per? Oh, it looks like she streams pretty often too. Okay, she does. She doesn't stream for very long though, but like an hour or so. Okay. Yeah, she does like hour streams. Okay. Her I've VTuber just... model, she did it herself and actually looks. Okay. Pretty good. I've just followed that as well. There you go. If anybody's interested, thank you, Try for for promoting that. And yeah, we followed. I'll see if I can for sure stop by and say hello. And I'll say you you I'll say Try Courage told me to come over here for some some good times. Oh boy. I'll put it all also, in. Also, yeah, before we finish, everyone go cheer on Dodge who is running the level 1 seed right now, the uh qualifier that is Oh yeah, dude. That is that is going on right now or they're about an hour and a half into the seed right now. Dodge has got uh he's got one proof. I haven't seen anybody else yet, so I don't know what we're looking at, but mm-hmm. uh but yeah, he did my he did my beast castle push up to beast, and he found a and he found a proof there. So Ooh. that's working out for people today. His Pug. computer is still chugging. Oh boy, yeah. <clears throat> feels bad. Okay, guys, well that's gonna do it. Thanks everybody who stopped by and said hello during the podcast, and for anybody who's watching on YouTube and such, be sure to like and subscribe. And for anybody who happens to be listening on Anchor, maybe there's one or two people. Um, yeah, just keep following all these uh, podcasts. So. Hey, I I see in the data there's like I think one person, <laughs> so that person is gonna them. get a shout. That person is gonna get a down. shout out. So anyway, we'll see you guys. Thanks for coming by. I Have guess. a good night. Good night.